0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to Retirement Matters. This is a show for folks who are fed up with outdated financial advice and for those who are looking to retire while worrying less about the stock market and more about living life the way they have always wanted. I'm Dale Smothers, and it is my goal to give you the information you need on how to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. Happy Saturday to you. I hope you're doing well. Man, let's get started. It's going to be a jam-packed show today. A lot has taken place in the last week since we talked. Uh, There has been an unbelievable amount of volatility. Uh, Some of the craziest days we've seen on Wall Street, pretty much since the Wall Street ups and downs have been tracked. And I'm telling you right now, uh, there's still probably a lot to come. So, Let's go ahead and uh, and get started. Today, my main mission is to help you understand perhaps how we got here, why we are here, what does this mean going forward. I'm going to give you a couple optimistic approaches to what this could actually do for the market, because we're all aware of the negative side. And then I want to talk to you about how you need to be safeguarding yourself against any further volatility. Or, let's talk about how you need to be safeguarding yourself against uh, derailing your retirement plan in any kind of volatility that takes place like this. The bottom line is, everything that we're going through right now is normal. Everything we are going through right now in the market is normal. There's nothing that is taking place that signals the end of the world. The worst thing you can do is act on emotion. It's the absolute worst thing you can do. Now, I know that's that's hard to comprehend. It's hard to grasp. But I want to start this whole thing by telling you a little bit about how we got to the point we have gotten. And for me to tell you about what's going on in Ukraine right now, I want to take you back to 1994, a time where uh, President Clinton was the president of the United States. Ukraine was its own sovereign country. Uh, As a matter of fact, Crimea was still not under the uh, rule of Russia. And here's a fun fact. The internet had not yet taken hold of the world. So 1994, uh, this meeting takes place in Budapest, Hungary. The nonproliferation treaty is discussed and ultimately the uh, Budapest memorandum is uh, crafted. Now, let me slow down. All right, so the Non-Proliferation Treaty is literally a, a document and an agreement amongst countries that says only certain countries will hold nuclear weapons. And, as a matter of fact, the ones who currently hold nuclear weapons will begin to diminish their nuclear weapon uh, cachet, if you will. I guess that's a good way to say it. Their nuclear weapon uh, uh, stockpiles. They will begin to diminish those over time until eventually in this utopian world, no country has nuclear weapons. But for the countries who had just started developing nuclear weapons, they were asked to destroy all of their nuclear weapons. Now, 1994, countries like uh, Ukraine actually come to the table and say, wait a minute, how do we know that we are not going to be bombed as soon as we start destroying our defenses? And that's where the Budapest Memorandum comes in to say, we guarantee that you will not see any uh, negative repercussion of destroying your nuclear armament, that we will actually provide you an assurance of protection against any attack from foreign adversaries. Now, the U.S. essentially has talked Ukraine into destroying their nuclear arms. And at that time, 1993, it was estimated that that Ukraine had roughly about half of the nuclear weapons, in, in in forms of number, about half of the amount of nuclear weapons as Russia, meaning it was a very powerful country. It's also a very fertile country, which is one of the reasons that Russia is so enamored by this country. A lot of oil runs through that country. A lot of it's essentially you want to think of it as almost the breadbasket of that region. Now, I want you to realize I am not in any way a uh, a Russian scholar, but I do understand history, and especially when it pertains to American history. And I'm telling you that everything that's going on today started then. Now, there's been a series of events that have taken place between now and then that have led to uh, Putin now over Russia, saying that he wants to reinstate the Soviet Union. Ukraine is a part of that. Ukraine is a part of the old Soviet Union. And so in 2014, Russia decides they are going to invade Crimea. And there's not a lot of pushback from the West. We put some sanctions on them, but we never actually defend Ukraine's Crimea. Now Russia annexes Crimea. And even to today, Crimea is one of the main places that Russia calls theirs. So let's fast forward from 14 to today. In 2022... Russia launches a full invasion of Ukraine, and it's very likely that Ukraine will shortly fall under Russian rule. Uh, They will put up a good fight, no doubt. There will be people killed. A lot of people will die for their causes that they believe in, but it's very unlikely that the West will actually be able to stop Russia. Russia is very uh, self-sufficient. Uh, they have their own nuclear stockpiles, their own oil stockpiles. They're, now that they are taking over Ukraine, they will be able to feed themselves. There are a lot of really positive things that they can look at by taking over Ukraine. Now, will will they stop with Ukraine? That's one thing we aren't sure of. But Putin seems very much hell-bent on reinstating the Soviet Union. And one of the things that he said was, uh, you know, if anyone tries to stop me, at least tries to stop me from taking Ukraine, we will uh, retaliate with tactics that the world has never seen. That's kind of scary. All of that bad picture that I just painted is what's caused the most of this volatility. There's been a lot of fearful selling in the market. Now, the European stock market has behaved even worse. Because the European district, the, the countries that are close to Russia, such as Germany, let's say, almost 60 or 70 percent of the oil in Germany comes from Russia. I mean, even America still to this day imports uh, almost 200,000 barrels a day of, of Russian oil. Some have said that Vladimir Putin is actually probably the richest man in the world because he controls all of Russia's um, uh, commodities. He controls all of Russia's oil stockpiles. I mean, he essentially is Russia at this point in time. But I want to talk to you about what that means for the U.S. economy. We will see, because those 200,000 barrels a day, I mean, almost have to stop, right? We cannot continue to buy them from Russia. And while we probably could open up our own oil reserves and our own oil drills, and and most likely offset that need. It's unlikely that the EPA and the lobbyists in Washington will allow the Biden administration to do that. So chances are good that we will probably go to the Saudis and, and beg them to you know, reestablish OPEC for our, for our good. We will go to Iran and, uh, and, and hope that they can help us in some way without us having to go to Russia. So what does that mean? Well, that means that oil prices in the U.S. will most likely rise as well. We saw oil get as much as $110 a barrel, uh, crude oil, uh, I think it was Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Now, President Biden comes out with sanctions on Thursday, uh, let's say, I think it was Thursday morning, he comes out with these sanctions, maybe Thursday around lunch, and the market on Thursday morning had been tanking, one of the worst days we'd seen in all of this mess. And within a matter of minutes, after he announces these sanctions, we realize, hey, the sanctions aren't nearly as bad as what we thought they would be. And all of the sudden, we see the market go straight up. It was a swing unlike anything we've seen in a long time in the market. And Thursday was continued into Friday. And we end the week in a pretty positive territory, believe it or not. Now, from November of 2021, last year, to today, all major indices are down double digits. Some as much as 16 17 even 20%. Uh, major indexes across the country are down. But the last probably five or six percent has come specifically due to the uncertainty around Russia. The rest was the uncertainty around the Fed's decision on raising interest rates and inflation in general. These things are typical, you know what we would call financial winners. We've even had shows on it. you know, financial winner is normal. No one can control when war breaks out, but it is a normal thing. I want to give you this one statistic though. Over 90% of the time, over 90% of the time, when war is declared in any part of the country, one year later, I'm talking major wars, major powers here, one year later, the market is more favorably priced than it was a year ago, meaning the markets went up. The market has went higher 90% of the time after war has been declared, especially as America gets involved in the war the market tends to react favorably. So, I want you to be okay with the fact that we may actually go to war. Now, again, I don't necessarily think that's going to happen, and I think you and I could possibly. I'm not going to I'm not going to commit myself to this, but I would say possibly you and I could be talking next weekend and this thing is all over. Uh Ukraine could have given up and, you know, rightfully so. They don't have what they need to defend themselves. They have an armed population, but you know, as far as being able to stop a nuclear power, it's going to be difficult. So there's a chance that uh, you know the the leader of of Ukraine could say, "Hey, we we give up, we surrender," and ultimately, all all Putin wants is the the control of the country. Some have said he has a hit list. Some have said he has a kill list. Some have said that you know he's going to take people and send them to concentration camps. Certain people that he don't like, but ultimately. The vast majority of Ukrainians will just fall into Russian control. Now, I say that very lightly, and I do believe that's a terrible thing. Um, But for the intents and purposes of the stock market, this may be a short-lived blip in the radar. But if Russia continues to do something crazy and they continue to go forward, realizing that the West is not willing to stand up to them, that could be trouble. And another thing is that we have another country, China, wanting to take over a very similar country. It's a similar situation, right? Taiwan. China wants Taiwan. And if the West doesn't stand up to defend Ukraine, there's a chance that we could actually see Taiwan fall to China. Now, that has its own reasons and its own implications and its own things that we need to be concerned about. But perhaps sanctions could actually stop China they're a little bit more dependent on the rest of the world than, say, Russia. So, perhaps, you know, even if we don't go to war with China, we may be able to stop them from doing bad things because of the sanctions we can impose. So, let's think about right now what this means for the market. Um, I want to give you a very optimistic approach to this. Ultimately, ultimately, Russia could go to war, and ultimately... Uh, the market could go down another ten to twelve, or even twenty percent before we see the bottom. I want to talk to you on the back half, like in the next probably five or six minutes, about why uh, that may or may not matter to you, and and also why and how you can safeguard yourself against those types of scenarios. But but let's talk about the idea that European money right now is fearful. What do I mean by European money? I mean money that is invested currently in the European stock market, the market that is overseas in Europe. People that are invested there realize there is extreme volatility going on because literally their neighbors are fighting. Their neighbors are having a, 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 a shooting match and they're afraid. So for a short period of time, in terms of months or maybe even years, we could see a flood of money come from the European markets. We could see a ton of this money that wants to be invested in the stock market now investing in American companies because we do have a sense of insulation against European theater. So that is a very positive thing that could actually take place and we might see that start to unfold before our eyes. Very frankly, we might've already seen that start to happen. At Artie Smothers Wealth Management, we know that there are opportunities that have presented themselves in the market today. And because we are fiduciaries, because we are able to move in and out as we wish without any additional commissions or fees, our clients have benefited greatly from this volatility that we've seen. Not to mention the fact that the way we invest clients' money allows them a sense of security in their principal. We've talked about the safety, income, and uh, growth approach before. So safety, income, and growth. Three buckets of money are three buckets that all of your money belongs in. You need a little bit of money in safe money. Cash, liquid, easy to get to, emergency money. Three to six months. You need money that's in the stock market. We call that our growth money. You've got to have money that's in the stock market. But you also need money that is income-producing and principal protecting I want to talk to you about that principle-protection. Principal protection money is something that you must have inside of a portfolio. If you are 5 to 10 years from retirement, it's imperative. If you're 20 years from retirement, maybe you don't need as much. If you're 30 years from retirement, I tell you right now, and we will do a show eventually. I've been asked several times, do a show for a younger client. We'll do that. We'll do that. But the primary focus for this is retirement planning. We want to push our younger clients to our podcast because we will give you great ideas for that. And we even would love for our clients that are listening to the show to go to our podcast, the Retirement Matters Show, on any of your podcast stations that you like, podcast uh, through Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitch, uh, Spotify, whatever it may be. Um, Am I saying that right? Spotify or SoundCloud? Either way, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can type in uh, The Retirement Matters Show. We would love for you to like it and subscribe. But ultimately, what we want to do is be able to get as much information out to you as we can. And at this point in time, when you're five to 10 years from retirement, when you're in your 50s, 60s or 70s, this is the time where you cannot afford to make mistakes. And we want to help you. You have got so how do how do we insulate then, Dale? How do we make sure that we're not taking crazy nosedives when the market does what it does? You've got to be sure that you're putting some principal protection in place. You've got to be able to utilize inside of this income bucket things like preferred stocks, options, indexed annuities, index options, index funds that have hedging embedded. Another thing we want you to be looking for are dividends. Dividend-yielding equities tend to have a sense of income that aren't dependent upon the principal. Depending on your particular financial situation and your particular investment uh, philosophy or maybe your particular investment uh, risk tolerance, how much risk can you stomach, depending on those things, we're going to set up an account that is specifically tailor-made for you. and Inside of that, we are going to have some, if not the majority of your money, In principally protected options that give you the ideal of security while still being able to produce upside benefit in good market conditions. Hedging against losses is important in this stage of life. And that's why whenever the client sees a client of RDS Wealth, when the market is down, the typical client of RDS Wealth, when the market is down, say, 20%, they're nowhere close to down 20%. Nowhere close, because a portion of, or at least a a large portion of, of their money is principally protected. And because we have that type of investment structure, see, we can do this because we're truly independent. We are fiduciaries, fee-based fiduciaries, independent from working for anyone except you, you as our client. If that's something you would like to talk about, give us a call, 270-600-PLAN. 270-600-7526. I'm just looking at the time, and it looks like we need to start wrapping up. All right, guys, that's our show. I really appreciate you listening. Uh, I hope that we have brought a little bit of insight on what's going on. What in the world? This geopolitical event that's taking place is definitely affecting the market in a negative position. But I'll say it like this. If you know what to look for, there are some opportunities. And if you know that you are investing according to a plan, stay with the plan. You cannot miss any part of this recovery. Because if you do, you could see your diminished returns uh, terribly affect your account. I want to leave you with one last thing. J.P. Morgan, every year, they do a study, and they look at the last 20 years rate of return. The last 20-year rate of return in the S&P 500 was 7.4%. If you had put $10,000 into the market 20 years ago, today it would be worth $42,000. But if you had missed just 10 of the top days in the market, just 10 of them, 10 days where you are not in the market, you would have seen your rate of return go from 7.4% to nearly 3%, 2.8%. That means you would have seen about your $10,000 would have grown to about $14,000. Instead of 42, it would be 14. And what's more is that those 10 best days immediately followed the 10 worst days. So what I'm telling you is, do not act emotionally. Stay invested. Stick with the plan. And if you're not working with someone who has a plan, give us a call. 270-600-PLAN. 270-600-7526. Until we talk again next weekend, guys, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management and RD mothers Wealth Management are not affiliated entities. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Interest guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claim abilities of the issue carrier. This video show is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions. Nor should be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. RD mothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any government agency. Information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by RD mothers Wealth Management. This video show is a paid placement.